Welcome to the Dallas Fuel Apology Hour. I'm your host, Sideshow, and against me today is Custer and Reinforce. The voice of reason. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Now, so this is obviously one of the special editions of Plat Chat where we're going through the teams and looking forward to 2020. And Dallas Fuel, I find myself in the horrible position of maybe trying to defend them because I... I think there are potential upsides to this team. Okay, you, key, key, keynote, you didn't say you liked them. You said no. they were upside potential. And the reason for that is, I consider this almost a brand new team. Because when you consider who their starting six will be, I mean, there's so much guff, there's so much useless guff. garbage, so much gubbins and muck on this Liquipedia page. So what I mean by that is, there are a bunch of players here that I think will just almost never be fielded. And what seems most likely to me is that they run with Gamsu and Note, which is almost a brand new tank line. I mean, you've 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 taken Note, who was previously playing with uh, with OG, and you've reset him back to his system on the Boston Uprising, essentially. So half of the tank line you've upgraded, or it's changed around. Yes, fifty percent of the two. I think Note has very much got like an is going to have a new. Uh, I think Note is going to be bad next season. Okay, well, yeah, that also could happen. But, but okay, let me try and make the positive case first. Okay, sorry. So you've got Gamsu and Note, and then you've got Decay and Doha. And I think both of these pickups are very reasonable. For a team like the Dallas Fuel, whose aim is to not be shit this year and just be somewhere in the middle of the pack, I think Decay and Doha are better than you would want for that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Decay is genuinely like a very good player. I, I really think that he's excellent. A lot of the Korean players really want to play with him. They know how good he is. Okay, his hero pool uh, doesn't extend enormously in either direction, but he can play a lot of different stuff to a higher level. He can what, play what, what is his... Tracer, Widowmaker, the Genji. He's like... When you consider the old school dive heroes, yeah. he could play all of them to a really high level. Okay. Oh now, I don't God. know how deep it goes in terms of yeah, like. I, you know, I can't believe we're gonna make room. We're oh, gonna yeah, have to make. We're room. gonna have to oh. make room. I think. Uh, and so they're gonna run with Decay and Doha, two talented, like really, actually quite talented Where's players. Doha from? Uh, Doha is from Element, Element Mystic. Mystic? Okay. Yeah, and he's he's pretty good. Um, the issue with him is that uh, he has mainly played Sombra and he's played a bunch of other stuff kind of on the side because the way the metas have gone, right, is like in Korean contenders, they were playing goats forever and this team was specializing in Sombra goats with Doha just ruining people. And then- Sombra goats is such a, uh, such a niche thing though. Like it, you sure. can't even really consider that in your hero pool anymore. So that's how like people said like BQB Sombra was good back in the day. It's like, yeah, it's back when Sombra goats didn't exist and like- uh, But they were also playing like Sombra Doomfist a lot as well. They're not playing just Sombra goats. They're playing Sombra Doom, kind of divey Sombra Doom as well. And then in the most recent place where he was playing the Gauntlet, he played a bit of Reaper and Doomfist and he played really well at that as well. Okay. So this is a player, okay, you haven't seen too much of his hero pool be examined in match but it's probably there um, and Decay you already know is really good yeah. so that to me is like the new core of the Dallas Fuel is Gamsu and Note and then Decay and Doha and you just try and plug in Closer and Unco right, at the let, end. Let, me, let me add in um, Note's a nice guy but I think he is a Diva one trick I agree I think he yep. is, I think he's at the point of he's not going to pick up a new hero and when every, it seems like Diva is never coming back I don't trust Note to be able to keep up. Okay, okay let's never let's not say it's a one trick, but if you want to make the yeah. playoffs, he's maybe not your off. Yeah. Well, okay, so two two things here. 
do you think that Note would not be able to learn, for example, Sigma? Like, he learned D.Va pretty quickly, didn't he? I mean, he's been playing D.Va for a long time, but he improved a lot in the first season okay. of Boston. So he, he became, he was like... Under okay. Krusty. Yeah. Yeah. Arrow. Yeah, it would, now we have... Yeah. Say, and here, here becomes inherently my issue, is we now have Note that is on a Korean team with four Korean players. Yes. Who are, he is in a situation where he his coaching is probably going to be a little different. It, it's going to be kind of up in the air. I don't think he thrives in this kind of situation, and I think he's going to struggle. I, I think Sigma is the closest here you can draw comparisons with, with Diva. And so I think when you actually say that, I think that Note looks a little bit better than he actually is on other off-tank heroes because you're like, well, he's good on Sigma, but I'm actually up like, yeah, well, but that's I also pretty similar to Sigma. Sigma. I haven't yeah. seen him yeah, on no Sigma. No one's seen him play it. So, we're just, we're just seeing... I thought you said that you had seen No, him no, I haven't seen him play. What I was saying was, can't he learn? You know what I mean? Like, you can't... Yeah. If so someone's I, a one-trick, yeah, they sure. can still learn other heroes. I, I could see him learn Sigma because it's pretty similar to D.Va, and then you combo your rock with most things, and you're pretty good, and then you combo, like, your pull and your... Uh, I, flux I guess... I, I, yeah, I'm being too harsh on him. I'm saying I don't think Note adapts better than the other... Divas that, in the league. I agree. Yes. The other off tanks in the league. I think That's he's. Go I think he's gonna fall behind. Like he already as a diva player was middle of the pack, maybe a little yeah. bit lower than middle of the pack. And now we're talking. Oh, now he's probably not gonna get significantly better. It's a thing. He's probably gonna be in a tough spot. Now he's going to be a bottom tier Sigma as yeah, well. Yeah, if there's yeah. a sorry meta, like I'm sorry, dude. It's yeah, it, it, yeah, and that's it. No, and that becomes my problem is they don't have a second option for him other than Mickey, I guess. If you want to really <laughs> put him in the mix, um, yeah. So I think notes are pretty glaring weakness with their tank line. Otherwise, I, I that's why I was saying I think I would call their core like Decay, Gamsu, Doha, Closer. I sure. would say their Korean sort of portion of their team is what I would play there as my yeah. main four. Yeah, and I, I think that's actually a very solid team. I, I don't think you can ever be upset at that. My question becomes: They're on a Western team with a Western head coach, with like all these other Western players. That's just sort of as we said. Like, we do we even consider? AKM, Harry Hook, Mickey Timer. I mean, I don't even think the mentality is going to change a lot about this team. I don't think the team environment is going to change because you bring on the other players. Um, I do sort of like the things I heard about AKM and Uncle last year, how they actually took on a bit more like coaching kind of, not coaching, yes. but like how they were mentoring roles. players. Like, I, I can see that. Like yeah, helping sure. OG and stuff yeah. and like help those guys out. So I think that could definitely help this team. But someone like, I, I don't think I want to see Trill. What I was concerned about last year is how they they always made weird substitutions to get everyone playtime. Well, like, that they that has to go out the window. No, dude. Yeah. That has to get, go out. Like you have four or five stable players in this team, you should always feel those guys. I think I, end what, of discussion. One of the biggest problems with Dallas Fuel last year was that they had no leader. They were running around like headless chicken. They didn't know what to do, and their coaching staff was not decisive enough or capable enough to be able to give them a vision. I think that changes with Gamsu being in the team. I think you now have, you play around Gamsu, Decay, Doha. You don't sub those guys out particularly unless AKM plays some like, you know, specific role. Like he happens to be better than uh, Decay at Widowmaker or McCree or, you know, like some kind of specialist role. But generally speaking, you already have your core, you have your leadership figure, and the coaching staff knows that they need to perform this year, otherwise they are definitely gone. Yeah. Like they should be shitting themselves. Yeah. Another boon that favors this team is their home stance. They have a lot. Yeah. I think that's going to help them a lot playing in front of that crowd. Yeah. And they're going to be ecstatic every time that happens. So yeah. I think that's going to help their performance. I don't think that's going to help them if they ever make it into playoffs. But I do think that during the regular season, yeah. they will get a few more wins than we might think because of the home stand, in fact. Yeah. So do we just say that like Trill, Zachary, 
AKM, Harry Hook, Mickey, Taimu just never play in this team? I could I mean, see Zachary, I could see Zachary play, something. but I don't think Depends you should what the consider him a big yeah. factor. Yeah, like Zachary is just there to fill, I yeah. think. Very much a fill player. Trill's there just in case, you know, just a developer. I think that was like to. the weirdest pickup there. It really was a very strange if, if, But they, they were struggling because they had no idea what to do with their coach, uh, with their main tank. None of their coaches were comfortable coaching main tanks. And so they just kind of left. The, they left Trill and yeah. OG, two players that needed a lot of development, just to sit there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if Zachary starts seeing like uh, a, a, a time split with like someone like Doha or something, then I'm like, okay, I can sort of understand why, but I don't like it because yeah. then you're taking the consistency. Yeah, you're taking and away the, the core, right? They're like, taking yeah. away the core, and that's what really has just bothered me about Dallas Field for so long. I would also say that they probably need to really change the environment. Probably yeah. by just a lot of the players who are technically signed but are not going to be part of the core, they probably need to keep them away. Yeah. Like actors even exist. Act as if they have a contagious disease that causes them to lose games. Yeah. Get, get them away from the new players and just let the new players foster a brand new environment yeah. and reintroduce the old people when they're required. But don't don't start with any kind of pre-existing structure. Yeah. Just start with. Gamsu and Nodes with their little happy stuff that they got from Boston Uprising. Plug in Decaying and Doha and Closer. Bring in Unko. And then slowly trickle feed the old people. Yeah. And that could honestly be a good team. And that's the thing is like it, that if you if they do that, if Dallas follows that sort of formula, I think they can be a very good team. Yeah. Are they a better team than last year? Well, last year they were 15th. They're more consistent. 10, 10 and 18. I, th I think they're up. Yeah, oh, definitely. I think they're right. Yeah, I think I'll they're definitely yeah. up. But now, the, the question now becomes, the where do you put them? Because to me, they look a little like a kind of Toronto team. Yeah. Uh, but I think there is still a lot that could go... There's more that could go wrong with Dallas than there is with Toronto. This is where our sticky pen really bites us in the ass. It really does, yeah. By using this... Do you think they're above Chengdu? No. No, I don't think they are. I think they're between Chengdu and Mayhem, personally. So you think we move Mayhem, Paris, and London down, and then we put Dallas in spot 14? That is where I would put them, yeah. I, I would yeah. put them there as well. Yeah. I think that's reasonable. I think they have more room to rise because they actually do have a good core, but yeah. I have no faith in Dallas. I just don't. I think they could be another team that totally shits the bed again and just ends up being dreadful because... There are specific things that they need to manage in terms of the team atmosphere and personalities. Yeah. And their coaching staff has shown that they don't know how to manage that stuff. The coaching staff, I mean, we scroll down here and take a look at some of the people that are still in there. I mean, Arrow is still the head coach. They've apparently still got Vol'jin and Tikati, although we haven't really heard much. Uh, who was the new person they brought in? Was it Yong? I think it was Yong. It was like the assistant coach of Element Mystic, I want to say, something like that. There you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Element Mystic. Yes, assistant coach for Element Mystic. So this guy came across and has previous coaching experience with Doha, which I think is a good thing for him. That is a great thing. Yeah. And I want him to take more control. Yes. But but if they don't give him that control, this entire thing could just fall to pieces again. I agree. I think I think Arrow really needs to take a step back in this one. I think yep. give more power to Young and Vol'jin to sort of help the core because as we said, the core is for Korean players. Yeah, I think yeah. you sort of really give them the opportunity to sort of work with the players that they know and sort of build the team around that. But yep. this, this this strikes me as an uh, is it introspective team that just like realizes the mistakes they've done in the past and I hope that they can move on and Ooh, improve. What has, what has led you to believe that they are reflective over their previous mistakes? No, just like talking and like interacting oh, with them. Right. I feel like yeah. they're just... Oh, they 
told that they fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I feel like they'll move on from their mistakes and learn. And I don't think they're ignorant mm. about... Here's the thing. It's easy to know that you made a mistake. It's hard to figure out what the solution is sometimes. Sure. And from talking to the Dallas Fuel staff and players, I know that they want different things depending on which yeah. person it is. Uh, who ends up making the decisions will define whether this team succeeds or not. Yeah, we'll see. But I, I don't know. I, I want to be optimistic, but it's freaking Dallas Fuel. Yeah. I, I, my, my issue is because I love a lot of Dallas because I've met all of them and I've worked with them and they're all really good people. But there have been some really bad decisions made and you can just see it by looking at the roster of players that oh, they yeah. have. Yeah. Like you just, you, just all the players... And these people are on guaranteed these contracts. These people are on guaranteed contracts. With and big that's salaries. Why still here. And that's why, that's that's my fear is that they've made so many bad decisions. And even when I was there, you're just like, the decisions didn't make sense. Shit, I forgot you played for them. Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? I'm serious. I forgot you played for yeah, them. Yeah, and it, they ha it just, I'm really hoping that they get it together because they are good people and they are like, they do deserve to do well. And honestly, they have more passion probably than anyone else. They've just made terrible decisions. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, get them up in there 14th we then. We've got to move our WTF block oh, down. Oh, so no. Unfortunately, we can't move any of these. Can yeah, we can't. Can put an arrow. Yeah, I think we just put an arrow down to 17 and we just can't slot in. Because we can't even remove the numbers. Put, put it full screen. Hmm? Oh, yeah, sorry. Downward. Oh, my God. Wait, what on earth are you doing, Custer? I've... There was a much better way than just drawing down arrows everywhere. Well, do... All right, here. So... Remove all of that. That's amazing that you can just do that. All right. So you, you take your WTF block yeah. and you just draw a curly arrow to the 17th spot. And that way we know that that's supposed to fill in there. And then you just write Dallas. Dallas. And you just draw a curly arrow in the middle. No, they're... Oh, yeah, but that makes it seem like they're part of the block, you fool. Put them above mayhem. Put the little curly arrow above mayhem. What happens if I just do Dallas here? Yeah, just write Dallas there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, just write Dallas. Okay. And then, Incredible. I mean, we are geniuses. I don't know why they don't just let us loose with the production budget for the, for the Overwatch League. <laughs> this is very clear. I don't know what you guys are talking yeah, about. Yeah, very clear. You can't no, read it because of the glare. We might have to do a rundown at the end. I think we definitely will need <laughs> Dallas 14th, then. Dallas 14th. Dallas 14th. There you go. There it is. 